Right now, a future president could be running as a local candidate on your ballot. This person is vying to represent you, your family, and your community. Do you know what they are and what they stand for? Vote411.org is your tool for accurate and unbiased, up-to-the-minute election information on the candidates running in local races. Just enter your address to get started. Your vote is your power, the power to decide who represents you in 2022 and beyond. Get online, get the facts, and make your voice heard on election day. Aloha, Colin. It's Kavika. How are you today? Good. How are you doing, Kavika? Good, good, good. So glad we finally got to connect, brah. Yeah, for sure, man. Me too. Sorry, I've been spread so thin. Oh, I know. All you, you know, guys I are, man. Finally found some time. Yeah, no, it's good to hear, you know? Like, I mean, I had a, I had another candidate uh, that, you know, he's a longshoreman, so he only had, like, window on Sunday for, like, little time after dinner, you know? Like, all you guys right. working hard at your regular jobs, and then you're trying to be out in the community and make a difference, and then you're trying to run for office, and people don't realize how much time that takes. So, like, I really appreciate you cutting out time to just talk story for a little bit today. 100%. I appreciate you making some time for me, too. Righteous, brah. So let's dig right into it. So, uh... For everybody who's listening, who may or may not know you, please state who you are and what office you're running for. So my name is Colin Bell, uh, born and raised on Maui. I'm running for the Maui County Mayor position. Right on, right on. So uh, we're doing a little education for everybody that's uh, out there listening because we want to up civic engagement. That's the biggest part about this coverage is that along the way with covering your campaign we would also like to highlight what the office does so in your own words could you explain to the folks at home where the mayor sits in you know decision making and taking care of the community and everything so the mayor of maui county is basically the ceo of maui county and his job is to uh look, look over bills that council passes up to him either pass them uh, or not, uh, make amendments to it, then he passes it back to council, you know, like, and, uh, you know, my main thing is, um, 
I think the mayor should be doing is listening to the people for sure. Uh, and, you know, in the past couple of years, I, you know, I never wanted to do this. I never thought in a million years that I'd be running for political office. But in the past two years, just I, I felt that like I, uh, the community wasn't being heard, you know, uh, and what our concerns were, we're getting uh, brushed under the rug. And with me, I, I didn't see any transparency or any accountability for anything that was happening. And then I, I think there needs to be some definite change. You know, um, the state of things right now, like, for instance, um, housing is one. The, my main thing, my main main uh, objective is, yeah, to stand up and fight for these kids. That That's that's what got me. That was my final straw that broke the camel's back is, uh, you know, the way our kids have been pushed to the back burner. And I, 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 the kids need somebody to fight for them. You know, we're their protectors. And that's my main thing. Is, is my kids, is why I'm, why I'm running. Right on. So um, before we dig into your campaign, um, could we get a little uh, history about you, everything that led you up to wanting to, like, a, a little more detail about, you know, where you come from and, and where you've been with your life and how it's taking you through the community to get to this point? Mm -hmm. So I'm born and raised on Maui, like I said. You know, I played sports my whole life from five through high school. And... You know, uh, one thing that I saw over the past couple of years is kids losing endless opportunities. You know, for a lot of kids, sports is their ticket out of here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot of kids lost multiple seasons, uh, um, you know, with things like, for instance, I had a nephew who uh, was about to get a wrestling scholarship and he lost both his junior and senior season. So, you know, he's working construction now over here. And that's not a bad thing. But, you know, a lot of kids lost opportunities you know, that they could have had. And, uh, you know, like I said, I feel like they've been pushed to the back burner. These kids lost endless memories, for instance, graduations, uh, proms, you know, things that they'll never be able to get back. And I don't know about you, but I remember my, my gradu graduation and it was, it was, you know, it was an awesome time. I loved being in high school. It was, it was fun. It was a fun time in my life. And I remember all of it, but, um, so that that's like I said, that's one of my main pushes is is to ensure these kids don't lose any more memories. Ensure that they have, uh, you know, regardless of if the deal we that area is out of my jurisdiction, I'll still stand up and fight for them, be an advocate for them, uh, be a voice for them. Like I said, we're their protectors, and that's my main push. Is that um, I'm a contractor. Uh, I, work, I own a small construction business, and. You know, I see the price, the prices of homes. You know, I, I, I can't afford to live over here. It's they're pricing us out and it's real sad. I, I personally know, um, you know, at least five friends who had to move out of state off of island in order to survive. You know, there's there's and I know I'm not the only one. There's numerous people that you know, that that can't we can't survive here, you know, and it's it's some it's some real uh, real we're in a real bad position and we need somebody that's going to stand up and fight, you know, a fight. I, I know change won't happen immediately, you know, but we can start the wheels in motion uh, to get this place back to where it needs to be. Right on. So, uh, you know, I, I glad uh, you brought up a, a, a couple points in there, which leads me to a, a, you know, kind of a teaching question for the people listening slash something that you could give insight on as a candidate uh, you know, the mayor would be in charge of a certain appointments 
that are unelected officials, and not a lot of people understand how many um, how many unelected officials tend to stay in office because some mayors just don't either they let it stay business as usual or they just overlook it on their campaign plan. So, as someone who wants to make a huge change. Do you have anything in mind for appointed positions that have kind of been cronied out for the past couple decades because people just yeah, don't? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, like for for instance, uh, like department department heads. I know they there's been a bunch that have been in for decades, like you said. And I definitely, I, I'm not gonna just come in and fire everybody. That's not my goal, you know. But I do want to make sure I want to peel through every single asset of our uh, um, facet of our community and ensure that these people are doing their jobs and they're doing it in a way that's gonna help this island and this, these islands and this county, you know, and uh, streamline things. Because, like for instance, um, water permitting. I mean, water water meter permitting. I I personally know three people who have been on the water permit waiting list for over three decades, which is insane. I don't know if you've seen that Diggle Hill is up for sale, yeah. but they're most likely going to be getting those three water meters that are um, under review. And where, you know, if you drive down to McKenna through Waimea, it's there's, there's complexes going up. How do these people, how do these companies get water meters put up when, you know, like I said, there's, there's people on the waiting list and they've been on that waiting list for over three decades. It's insanity how, how things work here. And, you know, it's, it's definitely us last is what it is. And we need to put the people of Maui first is that that's, that's my thing is we need to come first. It needs to be about us. We need to be able to survive here. Agreed. So, um, beyond what we've just talked about, are, are there any major points for your campaign that you'd like to bring up since we've got some extra time? Yeah, so definitely, like I said, the kids first. Food sustainability is a big one for me. You know, we import pretty much like not pretty much everything. Everything we consume here, we import. What if the shipping gets cut off? You know, we're screwed. So we definitely need to figure out like how we can help out the local farmers, how we can resource things that we have here. For instance, access deer. We need to figure out if we can, you know, somehow open up. Uh, like my 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 thought is like a slaughterhouse and a processing plant, creating jobs. There's so many things that we can do here in the industrial areas. That we can create jobs. There's so many things that we can do, so we don't have to rely so heavily on tourism and shipping. You know, I'm not saying eliminate tourism or stop it. But we need to be able to survive without it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen in the past two years that when, when we closed off our state, we locked it down, uh, you know, we started to suffer economically. And we haven't been we haven't recovered yet. And I don't think we will at this rate. I mean, I know you see gas prices are so crazy. We hit eight dollars in Hama. And mm-hmm. it's you know, that that's a big one is sustainability. I think our, our top if I'm not mistaken, our top export is scrap metal. You know, why is that? Why are we importing avocados? Why are we importing mangoes? I, I, I'm actually up at the Pukalani um, upcountry farmers market right now, and there's there's vendors that have unreal produce up here. We need to figure out a way that we can support these local farmers um, better, you know, and get people to um, you know support them as well. And you know, it's, so food sustainability is a big one, and another one is affordable housing, like I was talking about. I have numerous friends who have moved out of state off of island and just to survive. And like for myself, I, I can't find a house here. 
every time my wife and I find a house that's in our price range, even if I would have to fix it up, we want to put an offer in and they end up getting a cash offer, offer for uh, over market value. And it's a lot of real estate investment companies coming in and buying up properties, um, out of state investors. And it's, you know, I, I saw a number the other day, one in five homes on Maui isn't a full-time resident. And that number blew my mind. It's, we, we need to figure out a way where we can pass legislation where we can ensure that people on Maui have homes. I, I know you see the homeless problem. You go down to Kanaha, you go down to Pa'ia, it, it's it's insane. We need to figure out a better way to deal with that because uh, what we have now obviously is not working. And I know um, part of that bill that Ige signed where they're shipping in homeless to us from cold states, it's, um you know, we need to figure out how to end that. So a lot of these people come here and they're, you know, leeches. I'm not saying all of them are, but a lot, a lot are, are just living off of, um, you know, off of our taxpayer money. And I don't think that's fair. You know, if you want to be a functioning part of society, we should help them do that. We, uh, drug addicts, um, alcoholism, we should help them get them better help and get them the treatment they need. But if you just want to leech off of us and, and, you know, you're totally comfortable living off of the government and the taxpayer's money, then I don't think you should be a part of this society. If you don't want to help this society and be a functioning member of society, you know, I don't think you deserve um, our taxpayer help for sure. Um, but, you know, there's so many pressing issues. And like I said, I don't I don't think we'll be able to tackle. Uh, uh, it's not going to happen overnight. But I definitely think we need somebody, a fighter who's not going to be bought, who's not going to be bullied into doing this. You know, I don't tiptoe around questions. You know, I, if I don't know it, I'll straight up tell you. I, I don't I don't know the answer to that, but I'll find it out. And I'll, I'll make sure when I get in that we have all the best people. We listen to all everybody. You know, we listen, for instance, for the pandemic. Why were we only given one choice, one solution fits all? If there's 50 answers, I'll find them all and make those readily available to the community. It shouldn't be a one solution fits all because not a, you know, the solution they were offering might not fit everybody. It might not work for everybody, you know? And um, so that's, that's my stance is, uh, you know, I, I definitely, I, I'm a fighter. I'm not going to, like I said, I'm not going to be bullied. I'm not going to be bought. I'm going to listen to the people of Maui, uh, hear what they need. You know, and we need to start the wheels in motion for change. Our, our county has been in a bad position for decades. And I, I you know, I want to try and help bring this place back so we can pass it on to future generations. Dig it. So one question I'm asking all candidates, no matter what office, what do you think is something the people of, of Maui, and not just Maui, of Hawaii can do right now in this time for the Hui? In this time, I think everybody needs to come together. You know, right now we need unification more than anything. And in the past two years, especially, it's, you know, there's been a, a, a very visible divide in the community. And it's going to take us all to get out of this. You know, we need to come together. Uh, I, I, you know, the media and um, a lot of politicians don't help with the division. And, you know, we, we need to come together and fight back. We need to fight for our home. If not, we're going to lose it. Feel you on that. So, um, before you go today, could you tell us how to follow your campaign, uh, how to support you, and how to join the fight? For sure. So, my website is com. That's C-U-L-L-A-N-B-E-L-L for Um I'm also on Instagram and Facebook under the same Cullen Bell for Mayor. 
you know, and um, so I post a lot of, you know, our events and stuff, sign waving events. We're actually going to be at the Filipino Chamber of Commerce meet and greet on Monday at 5 p.m. at uh, Wailuku Community Center. So uh, everything, uh, you know, I'm running my Instagram, so that's me. So if anybody has any questions or any concerns, I'm I'm the one running the Instagram. I got my team running the Facebook. But like I said, we post all our events and where we're going to be during the week. We, I usually like posting it in the beginning of the week so people have time, you know, and then I'll blast it again the day before and the day of. But um, my website, it has a bunch of information about me. It has uh, donations buttons. You'll see buttons towards the bottom of the page. And those actually work. This is a grassroots campaign. We're, we, we're not getting money from no big corporations or anything like that. Um, my campaign team is actually made up a bunch of my friends. You know, my wife helps out a bunch. You know, my kids, you'll see my kids out there at cyberwaving events with me. And like I said, it's a grassroots campaign. And, you know, and every little thing helps. We need to... You know, we need a push right now. Like I said, we need unification. And uh, I, I think the best way to support right now is just to show up. You know, the be just being there means a whole lot to me. And it, it, like you said, it, running a campaign is rough. You know, I'm running a business. I actually coach three uh, flag football teams for the past, uh, you know, five years. And this coming up summer season uh, will be the first season I'm not coaching. I'm really bummed about that. But, uh, you know, I'm spread thin. Uh, with family stuff, uh, my career, and and now this. But, you know, I, I don't see any other choice for me. I'm a fighter. I, I, I'm not going to give up. I'm just not, I'm not going to, that's not in my blood. I'm not going to roll over and play it dead and say, oh, it is what it is. You know, I'm going to give it all I got, and this is my last push for my home. If not, you know, uh, I might have to find opportunities elsewhere. Um, because, like I said, I don't see this place going in a good direction right now. So this is... This is my shot. You know, I, my dad and I don't talk very much anymore, but I remember one thing he told me is if you want to invoke change, you need to put yourself in a position uh, where you can. And this is my this is my way of uh, trying to help this county out and trying to pull it up by its boots and bring it, bring it back to what it always should have been. Right on. Well, before you go, I'd love to ask you, can I have you back on uh, in, in about 30 days uh, and we can talk a little more? expand the conversation on your policies a hundred percent i'd love it dig it bro. well mahalo for coming on today uh, i look forward to talking to you again and uh best of luck on the campaign trail 100 percent kaviko mahalo for having me on and i'll talk to you soon buddy Aloha. have a good one <gasps>Rabbit Holes is a Manavacal production. This episode was produced by Kadika Hoke and Sarah Rodriguez. Make sure to subscribe and follow on your favorite podcast platforms to add our weekly episodes to your queue.